The following talk was given at Mile High Church in Lakewood, Colorado. Please visit our website at milehighchurch.org. My beautiful people, <laughs> my one of the most favorite beautiful people <clears throat> in Colorado or in the world. I think I've been coming here 15, 20 years. Anyway, today I'm supposed to share a few words on my book, Awakening Kindness. It's about how to nurture our heart. And Mile High is a a tree of kindness, compassion, love. That's what Mile High is. But also sometimes you need some water, some air and soil, all this inspiration. So in Tibetan tradition, what we do is um, we contemplate on the beauty and the meaningfulness of the kindness, compassion, love every day. So what that does is basically it nurtures the tree of love, kindness, compassion. Really, that's how it works. So that's what I tried in my life and I came up with this little book. (laughs) So anyway, I've been trying to share this around the world and... uh, Maybe I will start with some few great beings on the 20th century on this planet Earth. Like uh, um, Albert Einstein said that only a life lived for others is the life worthwhile. Worthwhile. (laughs) quite a big statement, right? (laughs) But it's truth in that. And Mahatma Gandhi said that um, the best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others. That's a very beautiful truth. And His Holiness the Dalai Lama says, if you want to be happy, practice kindness and compassion. If you want others to be happy, practice kindness and compassion. And Mother Teresa would say, there are three things very important in life. The first is to be kind to each other. The second is to be kind to each other. The third is, of course, to be kind to each other. So with that, I will uh, say a prayer on kindness, which is uh, endorsed and blessed by 
10 Nobel Peace Laureates around the world. It goes something like that. You can chant with me. May all be kind to each other. 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 May all be kind to each other.
my prayerful and heartfelt thanks to Nawang for his presence, reminding us of loving kindness. And it is my honor and with great respect, I introduce a dear, dear friend, an incredible spiritual leader, Doug Goodfeather. Well, good morning again. I'd like to say to my elders, forgive me for speaking before you. As I speak a little bit about inclusivity and what that means to us as human people on this journey of life. You know, every year I come back and get more excited and more excited and being here and being a part of the, the presence of you. Because I was taught when I was young that community is important to us. Community helps us to see each other and help each other in times of need. Community is good medicine for our children, for our youth, our women and men. Aren't elders. Today, you know, we go through turbulent times and things that help us are making us look at our own selves and how we look, how we are, and how we feel looking out into the world. And what can we do about what's going on? And what can we do about our communities and our homes and ourselves? How can we make a better life for our children coming? How can we say as elders and turn to, to, turn to them and say, I fought for you. I fought for you because I want a good journey for you in this life. When we talk about the journey, I want to talk about the journey the longest journey you can make the mind to the, to the heart. You know, it's one of the difficult journeys that we always try to make because it will test you. It will put you, it will take you to places in your mind that you don't want to go sometimes. But in order to get to the heart, we must, we must go through all those things that we that has been created in our, in our bodies, in our memories, through our lives, our history, through the traumas that we, we may have occurred, acquired on our life. And we go through that journey. And sometimes people stop and go back. It's too hard sometimes. But when we see a little, a little kid over there at a distance... And the kid needs help. You got to get to the kid. To help the little kid. Whatever the, the little kid is doing. But in between you and the kid are obstacles. But what is important. 
is to see that kid and to go to that child and help them. But you must learn how to help yourself first because we struggle with those shame, with shame, with guilt, with fear. And then all of that, what happens is it creates a new identity for us. And we, we stand behind that identity. And then all of a sudden we forgot who we were. And we start to lash out at people and say things that we never would say before. What happened? We got stuck someplace on that journey. And we got stuck because something te- test challenged us in our life. And even though we grew older and we still tried to make that journey and we still got stuck, it's because we didn't deal with it. We didn't learn that, that hurt, that pain. And so when we talk about these things, when I talk about these things about inclusiveness, about the light that we embrace inside us. And I always use the spiritual road. And then I look at the scientific road as well. I look at both and I realize they accept each other. They know each other. They communicate with each other. And in between is the quantum, the water. So that's why when we have dreams in the spirit world, when we see a loved one, there's always sometimes water between us because it's not meant for us to go beyond yet. So in these spiritual and scientific paths we take, realize that there's no difference. Because spirituality talks to, teaches reality. Spirituality is vast, full of everything. Scientific is still, we're still discovering things. It's there. That's the same thing with us. Scientific, spirituality, we can connect. But the truth always stands and holds you grounded because that's what you came with from the spirit world. You came with truth. You came with innate. You came with power and medicine, blessings. You came with something here to this earth that no computer can give you. That no money can buy you. That no fancy car can, when you drive by somebody, they can say, oh, that's a rich guy or must be important man or woman. No. That doesn't even compare to what you have come with. It's the deeds that you do with those that will make you stand out. That will see, people will see you Now that's God's warrior. That's God's warrior over there. So you see, when we make that journey, we must learn to be strong. Because sometimes fear will test you to the brink, to where you're almost going to break and give up. But it's a choice to go beyond that. 
And when you look around you, and you see the children, the women, the men, you see life, you see human beings walking beside you, and you realize that their color doesn't matter now. And now you see only their light. Because that's what we really are. We're all just light on this earth. So, when I make that journey, I always think of the old saying and the old story of the, the young angel and the elder angel, <clears throat> the warriors. They were sitting on a star watching the earth and they seen all these balls of light coming out of the earth, big ones, small ones, dim ones, tiny ones, bright ones, different sizes coming out of the earth and the younger angel said, what is those? What are those? And the elder angel said, those are people's prayers. He said, why are there different shapes, sizes, and dim and brighter? And he said, that's people's faith. So we have to start making our balls of light bright. And we do that together. When we come to places like this, we go to the gas station or we go to the restaurant. I love going to restaurants and listening to the forks and knives hitting the, the dishes and people laughing and talking and babies crying. And I love that feeling. I love that sound. It's so beautiful to me means that's worth it it's worth it it's worth it to pick these ways up it's worth it to go and make that journey it's worth it when you see people like that and you share life together then you know life's worth it and then we see our light and then the music comes the universal language And through this music, we talk to each other's hearts and spirits. We talk to the trees and the birds because they understand us because it's universal. And through music, we can heal. Even our breath is the most powerful instrument we have. We can use the breath, the frequencies in our breath to help each other heal and to know that we mean each other. We mean something to each other because we need each other as human beings.
Thank you for listening to the Mile High Church Podcast. This podcast is made possible by the generous contributions from listeners like you. If you'd like to make a donation, text 720-230-1404 or visit us at milehighchurch.org.